Well, hey, Christopher Times. Hello, Miss Missy Connolly. Um, yeah, so hi, everybody. Um, we're going to change up positive energy alchemy a little bit. I'm going to have some people on, and Chris will probably be on more often. Um, but hi, everybody. I'm back, and I'm trying to be a little more formal this time. So we're going to have a talk about what we just watched on YouTube. Now, I'll run away with the hair on fire because I know we have a lot of new age people listening to this and, you know, y'all ain't used to me talking about Christianity and God and we call it the universe usually in, in this realm, but, um, you know, how I used to be, but we know that there's a loving force and I have Christianity roots, so I'm comfortable saying God. So I have been watching Joel Osteen, but what I'm bringing to you today, guys, is that he's teaching the same thing that we are. He's just bringing it to Christian people to teach them how to speak things into existence and, um, you know, how to create as we are supposed to, as the creators of our own reality. Um, so today I've got Chris on the line. And what's interesting about Chris and I, say hi, Chris. Hello. <laughs> yeah, is that he is a, um, a license, not a license. He's got a master's degree. And he's a therapist and anger management, you know, type of structured therapist. And you would think he'd be like very left brain, but he's actually very gifted. He's got uh, the gift of clairvoyance. He gets visions about people and he can tell you a lot about yourself. Um, Chris, what else is it that you do? You've got a lot going on. <laughs> um, I'm a licensed and ordained uh, minister. So I've studied theology and psychology um, and as you mentioned, the master's degree in counseling, I also have a bachelor's degree in biblical studies and Christian lit literature, correct correction, leadership, and I've got other stuff, but mainly I like to coach. I like to guide people in, you know, how do you address certain maladies, certain things that's going on in your life that gets you stuck. It might be, maybe keep you stuck. You don't know what's going on. It's like, hey, I need some help, Chris, figuring myself out. I do that. You know, I do that for people. And that's kind mm -hmm. of what I do with my practice. And that's kind of feeds into the anger management stuff, too, because a lot of people have, you know, they're angry and they don't know it. You know, I told this one lady mm -hmm. one time that she was in my office and I said, ma'am, you know what? You're really angry. And she couldn't believe it. She was flabbergasted. Uh, but after about a year and a half of, of therapy, she came back to me. She says, you know what, Chris, I thought you was, you know, you could, you know, you was crazy when you told me that. And then it stuck with me and I couldn't shake it. And then she says, you know what, you're right. I am angry. And then we went through a lot that broke open a lot of possibilities for her and created movement in her life that she couldn't have realized otherwise. So I do a mm -hmm. lot of that kind of work with people. And then I deal with spiritual stuff given my mm -hmm. biblical background and I uh, deal with a lot of things uh, dealing with spirits. I know one time that you and I, Missy went to this lady's <laughs> house and we did <laughs> this lady, a friend of ours had a, uh, had a friend from work uh, and that lady came over to her house and she had a lot of crazy stuff going on. And she's like, oh, I've got stuff happening in my house, some some <laughs> subdivision in Houston. And so I said, well, I'm not going to go to her house 
let her come to your house and I'll talk to her on video for a conference. So I call, she called me on video and I talked to the lady and I said, okay, with my, my clairvoyance, I perceived that she had some demons messing with her. And so I said, look, I'll come over. And I think we went over it the next day, right, Missy? Mm-hmm. And uh, we did some stuff and cleared that place out uh, with spirits. And Oh, yeah. That's Missy, a big conversation right there. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but that was a big deal. And well, uh, so it's my podcast, too. And we can talk about all of those things like. I definitely want to go into depth on that because the people who listen to my podcast, you can tell all the experiences. I know you talk on a, a more structured um, way of thinking on your podcast, but here you can say what you want, you know, um, because it was a very wild experience for me. I know as a medium that, you know, how that energy moved out of the space and how profoundly different I felt in like four different phases of what was going on there. So yeah, yeah, like in my physical body. <laughs> so yeah. it was pretty profound. Uh, do you want to go into you? I mean, it doesn't matter, but I definitely want to wrap back around and talk about the stuff with Joel. Yeah, we, we can we can talk about it another time. But, but I thought that was yeah, we'll bring that back up. Yes. Okay, cool. Because that's a cool story. And people will want to hear that. That's I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That was basically an exorcism because um, <laughs> that's that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> And a baptism in the same day, y'all. So, oh hello. <laughs> it was a pretty wild day. We'll come back to that. But um, today, this is a kind of extreme things when you're a spiritual person. I think Chris kind of was pre-qualified with all the spiritual knowledge he had gained through his master's degree and bachelor's degrees and all that in the ministry. Um, you know how to deal with those things. So you were qualified and, and God gave you a test and you showed up and we both just knocked it out of the park. And uh, if she backtracks on it, it's, it's her fault, but we, we, God knows that we can do those things, but we don't have to do those things. So, but anyways, I'm kind of wanting to teach people about these, the things we're learning with Joel and how they are speaking into, even as a Christian facility, I know people are like, Oh, she's going to throw religion at us now. No, um, it's still that they're teaching manifestation. They're teaching like day one. They're having a three-day event on YouTube. Day one is rule your thoughts. Day two is rule your words. And day three is rule your actions. Because in the realm of creation, it starts as a thought. It moves into the physical realm using your mouth. It starts to crystallize into reality right then. It's early stages. Even if you don't mean it, it starts planting a seed in the physical universe, in the physical dimension or whatever. And then the next thing you're going to get is to follow up on these thoughts and actions that you're getting. You're getting inspired action. So you, when you act on it, spirit will show you that these things will actually manifest for you, but you have to actively participate. And it might be something as small as doing a podcast. Or it could be something as big as going to, uh, you know, your first big convention, you know, and being in something. It's going to be living life in the arena. You got to start doing things you have never done. So, Chris, um, tell me what you are getting out of the, the Joel Osteen three-day event. <laughs> well, I'm getting a lot out of it. And I took a bunch of notes. Um, it's really interesting. I'm going to just flip open, open this little, I have mm -hmm. a journal. And I write things down that I think are 
powerful and worth noting. And this particular, uh, what we saw today, and we've been watching for the last couple of days, is pretty amazing. But <clears throat> one of the big things that I saw, and I think Vic, uh, Victoria Osteen mentioned it, uh, is speaking victory uh, over yourself, basically. Um, and and uh, Joel said, prophesy over your life, which I thought was wonderful. Joel uh, and Victoria's, you know, basically talked about speaking life into yourself. And I thought that was incredibly powerful. They talked about the thoughts. And as a psych, you know, psychologist, I understand about the thoughts and how they can influence your day rule your life and manifest things that are negative or positive in your life how, however you choose to use your words and that was a big thing also that they were talking about that really made a difference for me is that the words that you use right i know mm-hmm. dr Maya angelo said excuse me that words are are things and mm-hmm. that they when they're spoken, they tend to leave a, a residue behind. That's what mm-hmm. Dr. Maya Angelo said. Interesting. Uh, so, the, the, you know, Joel and Victoria really aren't the first people to talk about this, but mm-hmm. they're very good. And I would say masters at manifesting. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what really moved me uh, in, in, in a lot of ways. Those are the two biggest points I took away. And the mm-hmm. third one would be be confident in, in yourself. You don't have to compare yourself, Joel said, to everybody else. You just be mm-hmm. you. Or as I like to say, stay in your own lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are the big things I took away from it. Yeah. So all of that was like super powerful. And um, that's funny because I've got I'm covering some other stuff. So you got all of that. And I'm, I, I took away the real importance of affirmations because in Ohio, before I left my evil husband, I considered myself, you know, how you considered yourself trapped at at the other job. I felt like I was trapped there. How was I going to get out? You know, um, what was I going to do? And I started writing affirmations on my mirror and I didn't say them though. I was just absorbing them into my subconscious about myself. Every time I would look in the mirror at myself, I would see those, Sometimes I would say them, but today I really, it feels like it really hit home that I need to write a list of them that I want to get better at. Like I am a great server, you know, like, cause right now I'm serving. I am an internationally known card reader. People come to me from all over the world to get readings. Um, I'm known all over the world for as like the goat of card readers <laughs> and psychic mm. abilities. Mm. So those are the things I want to speak. But every day we have to make it a practice like brushing our teeth, getting up. We're going to say our affirmations and speak them so they can, even if they don't feel good, this is what I got is sometimes an affirmation feels false when you're saying it because you, when you're first starting it. But like that guy said yesterday, we're going to spin that on its head. And that's the exact reason that you need to be doing it because you don't have that quality. And that's why it's being highlighted to you. This doesn't feel right. So that's exactly the reason you need it is speak it more and you will reprogram yourself with that belief. Because Joel said, some of you didn't get blessings spoken over you as a child. Some of you didn't get encouragement or loving things spoken over you as a child. So you have to do those things for yourself. 
Like if they're absent because you had a rough childhood, it's our responsibility to be proactive and program them back in. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror and you say affirmations, it's much more powerful than just saying them into the wind. So it should probably be incorporated because if y'all look up mirror work, you'll see like through Louise Hay and a number of other authors that mirror work, looking yourself in the eye is very powerful when you say anything. So if you look in the mirror and say, I hate my body, I hate the, don't be surprised when disease comes because, or, you know, heaviness, I'm fat, you know, and then you get fatter because you're saying those are very powerful, um, not only affirmations, but you're speaking them into existence to yourself. Um, but anyways, you don't want to be, the other thing he said that was really powerful is everybody else is rooting against you. You know, if you're kind of thinking in that point anyways, so why would you be on their team? Why don't you want to root for yourself, be on your own team, you know, and um, start. That's what I think, Chris, you're talking about, um, you know, how you have to be in your own lane. You know, these are things I'm going to do, even if no one else is doing them, because psychology says they work. Science says they work. And then you start embodying that energy that you're calling in. Like, you know, I'm the greatest card reader. I want to start getting better details in my readings. And I think that, you know, through time, I will, you know, accumulate those things as long as I keep saying them out loud. It doesn't do any good to leave them in the astral realm of thought. Thought is where it starts. You begin to speak them then that's when they start to actually, you start to embody those energies. And words do have power because each word that you say, there's a big difference in shift and tidal wave. You know what I mean? Mm. Like those are two different energies and they have two and you're going to pull according to exactly what wording you're using. So if you wake up saying, I feel good today, you're going to just feel good. What if you say, I feel magnificent today? What if you pull yourself into that energy? So we're literally pulling in vibrations and frequency and what I call alchemy. And you want to keep yourself into the, the ex you want to get detailed with this now, y'all. We've been general with a Abraham Hicks for how many years um, since they've been talking. Uh, it's time to get specific throughout the day. The other thing was he say, pray all day under your breath. Well, affirm all day. I am a great server. I am a great businessman. I'm a great salesperson, whatever it is you're wanting to be better at. And you will program yourself and your reality will adjust to, to prove that to you. Once you start pulling, you know, once you start feeling into it a little more, it may not in the beginning, but you got to keep going with it. So the affirmation thing to me, people, different people say affirmations don't work. That's because you're not doing them correctly. Mm -hmm. You need, I think there's a, I've been, gifted with a special way like look in the mirror and say these things to yourself daily that's what god or the universe is telling me to do right now and and obviously telling other people they're not just hokey pokey you know words have uh, they attract things to you and a magnetic energy to them and especially when you amplify them with emotion so um let's see what else was i wanting to talk about with you chris um what else do you ha want to say? Do you want to speak to anything about how you've seen this work in your life or anything? Like how you've spoken things and then you actually get confirmation of that? Um, well, there are lots of times that's happened in my life and I really didn't, didn't understand the concept as this as manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there are times in the past that I've spoken things and they literally showed up. 
sometimes seconds after I've spoken to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you an example. We were driving to church one day. We, uh, Missy and I were going to Lakewood. It was la- this time last year. <laughs> and okay. we were driving. Uh, and before we left the apartment, I said, there's going to be a train that's going to stop us because uh, we were running behind, you know, schedule that day. And oh. I said, there's going to be a train that's going to catch us at the tracks on Richmond Avenue right there. Well, oh, yeah. And and I spoke that. And by the time we and it was probably 10 minutes later, maybe 15, we were at those tracks and here come a train. And I said, well, dadgummit, I've lived in Houston for my whole life, just about. And I ain't never seen or encountered a train <laughs> at that intersection until right then. So what I said literally manifested. Yeah. Maybe 15 minutes while we were on our way. I mean, literally, the train yeah. stopped us. Not It didn't come behind us. We didn't cross over the tracks. And then the train came. The train was coming down the tracks. As we it were. was very specific to your order. Yes. <laughs> So that's just one example of, you know, that manifestation. I remember last year also uh, something was happening where I wasn't at work and things were kind of getting crazy with money and stuff like that. And my doctor didn't want to cooperate and give me FMLA paperwork that I'd given her. And it was really uncalled for. And I'm like, I should have been off, like paid and, I had some good insurance that was going to kick in. All I needed was for this doctor to cooperate, write out this disability thing so I can get paid. Well, she didn't do it. And she gave me all of this craziness. This is crazy talk for, I don't know, for a month. And so finally, I was at the at the situation where I'm like, I'm going to have to go back to work because this lady's going to, you know, basically not do what I needed her to do. And uh, so I went ahead and said, well, I'll tell my job. I'll go back to work on March 8th. This is last year. So sure mm-hmm. enough, that week, that very week, I got an email in the mail from my insurance company. <laughs> and they said, oh, Mr. Times, we got a check for 3400 and some odd dollars for you. All you <laughs> got to do is do blah, blah, blah. And then it 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 it's gonna be direct direct deposited into your bank account. Oh my God! And mm-hmm. that was like, a, and it was you talking about right on time because rent was due and yep. car note was due and everything was due, and we really didn't have any money coming in because the check before mm-hmm. that was my last money that I had on my quote unquote. Uh, uh, PTO. Hey, yeah. So I think that check was like $325 or something. So it's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Well, yeah. that, that $3,400 came in right away. And I think I remember praying when that doctor was giving me so much hail. And mm-hmm. I just gave it to God and I said, God, I said, you can handle this. I said, that woman's doing evil. That doctor's doing evil. And I said, you mean to do us good? I said, that those people are going to send that money no matter what that doctor is saying or not saying <laughs> and that's going to happen on time we know it's going to happen we got faith it's going to happen and sure enough that money got dropped right in on time like Heck it was yeah. amazing yeah and it's always been that way for us and it's like we just need to speak more of our cup is overflowing kind of stuff i think you know 
that's where we're at. We're at a plateau because we're not doing it. But on the note that you were talking about, all of that happened flawlessly and couldn't have been timed any better. That just shows me that somebody's listening and somebody's responding. There is a loving energy and I call it God. Now I'm cool with that. And you can call it the universe or Allah or whoever, if y'all are listening, you know, whoever you pray to, you got to ask them for what you want. And that's what Chris did. And here it came here. It sh- he asked, I need this check to show up on a timely manner so we can pay our rent. But if you lay there and cry and mope and don't even ask out loud for anything or pray for it or whatever, then it's not going to show up. You're going to waller in your shit, basically, <laughs> you know, but you have to ask. It's free will. You know, the universe invites you to ask more for what you want. And that just happened again. Um, I was going to make a reference with myself. Um, what was it? that? Oh, I was asking God for. Um, a financial blessing, you know, because I only had the part-time job at Del Sol. So I started praying about, um, you know, doubling my income. And this very easily doubled my income when I came to work for Rainforest, because I was like, well, if I don't apply as a bartender, and I'm most, I don't know the booze here in Texas, um, maybe I'll just apply as a server. Well, when I compromised a little bit, and I was flexible, like, you know, in the cards, when it says be flexible, Um, And you're thinking, if you can flex a little bit, you can bend yourself into right where you need to be. And so I started making $200 a night immediately at this job. So I was easily doubling, maybe tripling my income, you know, with the job that manifested for me. And then um, how it came down that we ended up in Galveston, that whole huge story, there's so much there. But when you break it down into the small ones is when it's really powerful. You know, people can see that you could call in things one at a time. You can use this for a pair of shoes. You can use it for, you know, a car. You can use it and you just have to know and be patient. And it always works. But, you know, it doesn't work until you try it. So this is what I'm telling people is it doesn't matter what religion you you come from or you gravitate towards or whatever. This does not interfere. This is These are universal principles put in place by a loving unconditionally loving force I call God and and he you just got to learn how to use the principles you got to learn to do your homework that's all it is is learning how to manifest so and then you you can literally create heaven on earth for yourself and that's what we're we're beginning to fine-tune this Chris like we're literally sometimes it takes contrast like that you're like I need to pay my rent you know I need this I need that it's not always a comfortable but you always end up asking somehow, you know, and that's how everybody always ends up getting biased. We just never remember to ask enough. So, but yeah. So what else do you have to say? Like, um, well, well, I was thinking about this and if you, everybody knows about gravity, right? Um, uh-huh. Gravity really, whether you believe it or not, it always works, you know, mm-hmm. and to prove it, all you got to do is pick up any object and then, hold it in the air, and then let it go, right? Uh-huh. If, it, if it's not a helium balloon, it's going to drop to the earth, right? Uh-huh. And uh, eventually a helium b- balloon will drop to the earth. So, so, you know, that's one particular law that is a universal law. I believe that God, the creator, made these laws that sustain the entire universe. So if you think about that, think about this. 
there are things about physics that are universal. I don't care what language you speak or anything like that. Those principles hold true forever. And so does this manifestation principle. Um, it, 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 it didn't matter who you pray to, what you believe or don't believe, they still work. They still work. They still govern the universe. So mm -hmm. this stuff works. It works. And it, all you got to do is listen to movie stars. They do this stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to certain ones, they'll tell you. Joel and Victoria aren't movie stars, but they are very powerful preachers. They're very powerful ministers. And oh, by the way, very, very, <laughs> very, very famous. And yes, international. And so they're obviously showing us and teaching us that, that these works. things, these principles work. And, uh -huh. and so. And we John want... brought them. John oh. was the one who brought the blessing forth when he went and took that time off and came back and wanted to help. He wanted the church, bring it to the church, and then the church kicked him out. So, right. Missy, yeah. you're kind of you're muffled right now. Oh. Okay, sorry. I don't know if you know that. No, um, thank you. Okay, so what were you saying about? Well, his dad was the one who originally received this information from the higher realms, is what I say, is because he was guided to go, he was having a hard time or something, and then he had to go and, and like hibernate away from his family and everything for like four days. He, didn't he stay in a hotel or something? And then he had all these things come to him and he came back and he's like, I'm really excited. This is what I'm, I'm going to bring all of this good teaching, the positive things into the church and the church didn't like it. So the church kicked him out and that's when right. he started his own church. And they, this is why the church, y'all know the church doesn't like the old system. Don't did not want us to know that we could walk in our own creative power like this is what I believe. And then when you take a Christian man and you take him and give him this information and he starts to use it in the church, the church rejected him. So well, he had to start creating his own positive church. So, can, I, can I say this, Missy? Of course. Um, yeah, John Olstein definitely walked outside of the mainstream when it came to what he came to believe and know about God, right? And even to this day, Joel still talks about that and about when his daughter came up sick, Lisa. Remember, mm -hmm. she had something wrong with her when she was a baby. And the yeah. doctors proclaimed all kinds of really gnarly things about her life and said mm -hmm. she'd never walk and all this horrible stuff. And John, this is after his, I will call it a conversion experience. Uh, John Osteen started proclaiming and speaking positive things over his child's healing, life. Healing, yes. Healing uh -huh. and all that. And guess what? Lisa recovered and she'd been fine and healthy the rest of her life. Uh, it's the same. Remember, uh, John Osteen also had a sister in Dallas, I think, right? That was oh, okay. like sick. Remember that story? And, um, and she was in that. a, she was out of her mind and she was in a dark room. Yes. Remember yes. that? Yes, because I read it in that little mini book from the lobby. Right. That John, she was basically being haunted or possessed. Right. You know? What did John do? What did he do? You remember what he did. 
Um, he cast him out in the name of Jesus, didn't but he? B- before he did that, he drove to Dallas and all the way up there, he was saying what? Affirmations. He was speaking into the what? Mm-hmm. The universe, what was going to happen when he got there. Oh, and, okay. And, 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 and then he didn't talk to nobody. When he went in there, he just started casting that demon out of that woman, out of his yeah. sister. Because he knew that that wasn't her. And why wasn't she receiving her healing? Right. Because there was something on her. Right. Yes. I think he even drew the drapes open and all of this stuff. He was very demonstrative with it. Yeah. Um, and she came to herself, right, Missy, right then. Oh, yeah. They said it was like an instant, you know, it's like she snapped back into herself. So, people, if you don't believe that there's a spiritual war going on, you're absolutely wrong. Because um, no one knows these roots about John... Olstein until you get into reading those little books in in the Lakewood lobby and you can order them I'm sure off the website but this is a spiritual war people we're talking about saving ourselves here and creating a different world for all of us to live in one lifetime at a time you know one person at a life at a time I mean um, and as these principles get out into the world even more than they already are, we're going to change the world profoundly. You know, we'll create our own wealth from the inside out instead of looking for it on the outside. So um, it will change people's lives. And as soon as people know that they can speak healing words over there, that you don't have to bow and pray, that you actually say, I know that I'm speaking healing into this person and that it's already done. You know, like, because that loving force, God tells you that it's done. But people need to learn about... um, you know, the connection that Joel has to this, like they got this information. When did John open his church in the fifties? Yeah. Like 59. I think they said he started teaching people to, to heal, heal people in their lives. And John's wife, Joel's mother, um, she was diagnosed with cancer in her forties and she's 88 now. And she speaks every morning she gets up. Victoria said, like American Express, she's not leaving home without it. She's saying those words over herself every day. So she hasn't had a reoccurring case of cancer since it was healed in her 40 years ago. You know, like she's still walking around. She has great, you know what I mean? And then people wonder why some people live and some people die. But Joel's dad, he said Joel's dad passed so he could step into his purpose and be be the newer, um, more evolved version of his dad, even because he's gonna do it without, you know, going to the to the seminary and stuff. He doesn't. Need, he's not even a licensed minister like you are, Chris. Um, but the man, uh, it doesn't matter when you get chosen for something. It don't matter if you went to college or not. Mm. It's because you have those abilities in you already, and you don't need a college to tell you those things. So, but you have the gift to do what he's reaching millions of people with with these words and he's teaching Christians how to create their lives, create a different result in their lives and stuff. So I have a real, real interest in Joel Osteen and his, you know, anything he has to teach. And of course, you know, like we want to meet them on a professional basis or in person. I take it at any basis, personal basis. I don't care, but I, I aspire and hope to manifest that for me and you because, um, we see a side of them that no one else sees. And being gifted clairvoyant and uh, psychic over here, we're, we are an attestment, like a, what would you call that? Like, we would be like proof in the pudding for the spiritual gifts. 
you know, the spiritual gifts are activating in people right now, like the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're talking about is prophesying your own future and stuff. How are you saying speak life over yourself, speak life over the people you want to heal. Your words have power. So this is like all super powerful for me. And, and Chris, what do you have to, to add about this? You want to talk about well um, inspired action or anything? I'll, I'll piggyback on what you were saying. And, and okay. there is a there is a, a scripture. Now, don't get you know foggy on the scripture thing, because I know this is what I don't like about my about, quote unquote, religion. Let me put that in, in air quotes religion and i went to seminary or as we call it cemetery right because <laughs> people go there to die uh and, mm. and, and and so in seminary which most preachers go to seminary and that's where they go to teach you how to think with relation to god and how god works right so mm -hmm. i will say this i learned some stuff not in cemetery, right? But mm -hmm. how God revealed things, because he al always reveals himself through nature and through people and things like that. And mm -hmm. so God definitely showed me stuff that is true. And mm -hmm. you don't have to, when he gives you gifts, kind of like what Joel was talking about, he wasn't, quote unquote, went to school for what he's doing, but God allowed him to do what he's doing um, in spite of quote unquote not being prepared, well, he was prepared, but in a different way. He didn't have to go to seminary. God just raised him up to do what he's doing, you know, in his in in the way that he's gifted. So mm -hmm. that's what I want to say to you guys. Look, you know, I thought I had to go to school and go get these degrees and stuff and all that, but the truth is, the gifts that I have, I've had since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. The discernment I have now, I had when I was ten years old. When mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, when I was in uh, church, I would be doing public speaking and things like that in mm -hmm. church, in front of my class in fourth grade, even you know that kind of stuff. Way before, like I ever went to formal education, so you know, a lot of times we just got to step back and you know we don't know. Oh, I don't know if I could do this. Those doubts people put in your head and mm -hmm. those are negative thoughts and a lot of times we start believing you know think mm -hmm. about when you were a little bitty kid and you were elementary school you just believed whatever you thought you could be you could be that was it and then somewhere mm -hmm. along the way people decided to deprogram you and program you with all of the nasty stuff mm -hmm. so this is the stuff that Joel and them are talking about Victoria's really reprogramming yourself with the good stuff <laughs> with the yeah. good stuff and that's yeah and I'm how looking it, at all of this yeah. yeah and it takes over like they were saying like you put in enough good then eventually the bad's gonna disappear because you you begin to manifest and you begin to pull these things into your life or they instantly appear in your life like um some people are having those 5d experiences like the instant turnarounds and like you start experiencing life like that and, and things prove themselves to you. So you let go of the old way of living. You let go. I literally live in my magic all day. I live in that. I took to that pray all day thing when I heard it like a, a year ago. And, and basically Joel says, give him a year of your life 
because give him a year to wash out that old shit and let me fill you up with how much you're loved. And that's another thing I love about Joel and Victoria. Victoria especially, Joel's great, but Victoria's got that motherly effect. Um, she, there's something about her hitting at home about how God loves you. When you listen to her small podcasts on, um, I listen to them on Spotify. You know, look up Joel, in it, Joel Osteen, and then she'll be on one every now and then. And hers are shorts, but man, they are powerful. They teach you how God or the universe really love you. And once you get that all-encompassing feeling, and you're maybe even brought to tears about how much God loves you, then you can allow those things to start coming in because you're like, someone loves me that matters. The person or the, the being that matters the most loves me and is willing to to give me these things if I'll just play by the rules of the laws of the universe. And it's that easy because once you understand that you're just loved, period, whether you feel loved or not, you just are. And, you know, and grabbing onto that is hard once you've been through some abuse. Like I've been through some abuse from employers and parents and, you know, um, my exes and such. You get all, all of that and it takes some time to deprogram that shit out of you. So I'm appreciative for people who can tell me how much God loves me, even if I said shit, God still loves me. You know, <laughs> like even if I curse, as long as I don't curse towards someone, then, then I'm, I'm being kind, you know what I mean? I'm, he's, we, God has a sense of humor. He doesn't mind when you curse and joke and whatever, but you know, there's a difference between cursing and cursing intentionally. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, I, I'm just jumping all over the place here, but it doesn't matter. I'm super excited to have all of this information coming forward. And I feel like I'm right where I am bringing this to a lot more people, because I know I have people across a lot of different platforms and they think that, well, see, like I can't even put Joel Osteen in the name of my podcast because somebody may not click on it. They have to be, they have to learn that these people are not, a lot of people put Christians in a box like, oh, they're the worst ones, you know. No, not real Christians, not people that I've witnessed here in Texas, you know, like people who practice being like Christ. That's a whole idea. But a lot of Christians don't practice being like Christ, but boy, I'm really off on can a I, tangent. Can I speak to that though? Can I <laughs> yeah. speak to that, Missy? Mm -hmm. This is the killing thing, and I'm, you know, again, you know, ordained and all that stuff. Been, I've been preaching since 1990, y'all. But mm -hmm. let me tell you something. I've been kicked out of pulpits, like literally kicked out. Um, I've been kicked out of churches. I literally got into a a fight with a pastor, my pastor, I was a youth minister at my uh -huh. home church. And when I say a fight, I don't mean just words. Okay. We were literally nose to nose right yeah. after I got through preaching a sermon at, 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 in an early morning sermon while my uncle and aunt and stuff were downstairs. We're in the, I was in the pastor's study um, talking about my sermon and stuff. And this pastor went at me. And I was sitting by the door and he was sitting behind his desk and there were a room full of other pastors and all of them dudes ran out the office, like literally ran out the office <laughs> as my, my pastor came to my face and we were nose to nose and about to come to blows like fist fighting. Um, that, that right there was 
that that right there was the time that I decided that I, I couldn't do that that pastoring anymore because of the hypocrisy that I was seeing. And uh-huh. so I decided to do something different. So then I went to Bible college and all that. But the whole point is that, look, church has gotten a bad rap, okay? Uh-huh. Um, Jesus, he when you look at Jesus, just look at his life. The only time he went into the synagogue was to talk about those religious people, right? Uh-huh. Um, but everywhere else, he was in nature. He was on a lake. He was in a field somewhere. He was talking to prostitutes. Let me repeat that. He was talking to prostitutes <laughs> um, and other people that the world thought was just unsavory. You shouldn't ever talk broken, to those people. Broken people. And Jesus went straight there. There was a guy that was a centurion in the army. And, you know, there's some things about Roman soldiers that people knew at that time, but these days they don't know. But I'm going to tell you in, in 10 seconds. The, the, the Romans were really dastardly people, right? Those mm-hmm. soldiers did a lot of bad stuff. They murdered people all the time. Uh, they, they, they had like uh, homosexual tendencies and stuff. They'd sleep with, you know, boys and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that was the case. So this centurion came, this Roman soldier, officer, big officer, came to Jesus and said, hey, I got somebody at my house that's sick and I need you to heal them. And Jesus is like, well, let me come with you. He says, no, nah, don't come with me. My house ain't fit. You know, he understood. This man understood. Is He's like, hey, don't come to my house. It ain't right. So you, if, if I'm a man of authority. He said, if you send the word that this, my servant, probably his, you know, more than a servant, but let me just get it to the chase. <laughs> if he's going to be healed and you sent the word manifestation, you command him to be healed, he will be healed. And that very moment, Jesus said those words that he, he says, your faith in this and that and the other, and your, your servant's healed. And by the time that centurion got back home, that servant was up and around and fine. So hmm. See, this is the kind of thing people try to talk about Joel and say other things uh, because Joel's all about, hey, positive, let's not dwell on negative and all of this kind of stuff. But the truth is, hell, I've even heard people call him the devil. Uh, I'm talking about friends of mine, you know, and the thing is, all of that's not true because Jesus was even castigated. They hung him on a cross and killed him. Mm-hmm. you know for the things that he was doing and and you know he teaching teaching people how to well not only that but Jesus was a person who not only had abilities but he had he had compassion with his abilities and i think Jesus being like Jesus uh Christ like is has nothing to do with religion it has to do with nope. i i am going to love this person because they're broken unconditionally and I'm going to give them the gift of healing with my words because I don't judge you whether you're a Roman soldier or if you're a you know a Christ follower you know you're going to get the same treatment from me whether I am with 
you know, a person of color or a person who's white or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Jesus did not judge, you know, he helped the broken people because they had no one helping them. And who else would respond to positive things but a broken person who would be grateful for those things? You know, so Jesus went to the broken people on purpose because no one was helping them. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, I think what you're saying is just, is mind-blowing, amazing, and, and people need to know all of this. And, and that religion and stepping into a church has nothing to do with being Christ-like. And I'm going to go so far as to say what I know my listeners are going to be saying is that Jesus was, first of all, my own opinion— Jesus was the highest of the ascended masters. Anyone that's come before him, if you call on anyone lower than Jesus, lower vibrational, then you're going to receive an experience like that. But if you call on Jesus, whatever it is, he can do it because he casts out demons with his name. He, his name has power. He heals people with his words. When you invoke or invite the name of Jesus into your healing, you're going to get, and that's what I do with my forks. I ask Jesus to send his ability through me to heal this person with my words, you know, and I have the faith because I've seen it work without even me calling on Jesus. So I think there's an innate ability of us when we have belief systems for it just defaults to working. You don't have to, I was Christian growing up and I knew that Jesus unconditionally loved everyone. And that was good enough for me, but I didn't know you could do things with his name. And that's what John Olstein taught me in those books. I had to literally learn about Jesus a little bit through, through learning how to cast out demons because you could call him in. And I had been calling on entities. I told you that for a long time. And now that I got Jesus, I don't really need to call on anybody else because he handles all the stuff, you know? And I think that enemies uh, bow to that name they have nothing no other choice but to bow when you use the name of jesus but he represents god like what god would do for you if god was a physical being and i think that i think that there's a little spark of god in all of us and that's why we are able to pray in like a couple of people or ten thousand people can pray for something and it'll happen you know like we have the ability to make things happen and um, on a smaller grand scale and that's what jesus offers me is that that unconditional universal law that will work if we begin to speak it over people. And I think this is powerful how, you know, how prayers or just saying, I know this person's going to make it, you know, like, or whatever, when you're in those situations, like this is connecting two huge things to me, like metaphysics and Christianity, you know, people are getting connected to it, but through, through the filter of Joel and Victoria Osteen. And I think they're a wonderful conduit, conduit for that. And I think that they're earth angels placed here to show us what's available to us when we tap into it and understand. you got to really get it in your soul how much God loves you, though. And, and you can do that through various ways, you know. And, and the biggest one is just asking for things. And then they start showing up. Then you know that you're loved. Every time something shows up you want, I got a bike. I got to live by the ocean, you know, like, I'm like, all of these things are showing up and it's proof in the pudding that God loves you. You just got to ask for it. So I think connecting these two worlds, like metaphysics, universal laws over to Joel and Victoria, them delivering it to people that who wouldn't otherwise read it in a metaphysics book, you know what I mean? But they're getting it 
through scripture because Chris doesn't scripture back up everything that we're talking about. You yeah. can interpret it right from the Bible that manifestations talk about right in the Bible. Yeah, it's all over the Bible. And I would just say this one quick thing, and then I'll mention what Jesus said about the manifestation thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus is, and there are lots of questions. Who's Jesus? Who's Jesus? He's just a good man, more than just a good man. Uh, Jesus is the perfect manifestation of God's love in the universe. Okay. For humanity. That's key. For humanity. And, and so because of that, right, mm -hmm. um, all things have to bow to his name. That's why when you use his name, when mm -hmm. it comes to doing just about anything, it literally has to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so going back to the manifestation part that you you asked me about, Jesus mm -hmm. was talking about they call it the Sermon on the Mount. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was teaching about. The things of God. OK. Uh -huh. And the mysteries, let's put it that way, of God. Right. And right. so he told the people, hey. If you want to make that mountain move, just command it to move and it has no choice but to move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus has taught this stuff 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. See, people didn't understand it. Consequently, they hung him on a cross and killed him for it. He did rise again and ascend to heaven, but they'd killed him. And because of what he was teaching, it was against religion. Let me put that again. It was against uh -huh. religion. Yeah. Jesus didn't come here to establish no religion. Okay. He came here to establish this is how you live. And that's mm -hmm. a key thing to understand because Jesus is all about relationship, not religion. That's key. Jesus is all about relationship not religion. Mm -hmm. Most religious people will tell you that that's not true. But I'm telling you it is true. It's in the Bible. And everything that Jesus said was about a relationship with human beings, right? And with uh -huh. God. And that's yeah. the big deal. A lot of people don't like Joel and them for espousing this stuff, but it's all in the Bible. It's all 100% oh, yeah. true. And, and he'll people, give examples of it, too, and, and stuff yes. he talks about. And people will try to, you know, say evil things and talk bad and, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, people don't talk bad about you because, oh, you know, you're doing wonderful. You know, you're doing this and that and the other. They talk bad about you because they don't like what you're doing. They yeah. don't want you to be successful at telling the truth. Right? Yeah. And right. so... That's why they, you know, you listen to Joel enough, he'll tell you this stuff that he don't listen to the news a lot of times and he limits that intake. And you've got to be careful what you allow into your ears, yep. what you consume, because that's you'll right. start to believe it and take on. That's why when you sit, it doesn't matter if the word God appears in what Joel says. He has always spoke directly to me at my heart. You know, Joel, what Joel speaks, it didn't matter if it came from what you would call God or the universe. When I first started church there, I had a call. I had to replace what he said. He, he said God, and I would say universe. So I'd be okay with it. 
So my beliefs would be okay with it. And then everything just started soaking in. And what you want to do is surround yourself with those kinds of teachings. You want to surround, the more you surround yourself with positive, you know, what's that phrase that you become who you hang with or you are who oh, you yeah. hang with? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That if you saturate your mind all day with shit like, you know, um, you know, negative stuff or surround yourself with and you sit in a swarm of negative people and you're not really feeling it, you're you're in you're picking up their vibe, you know, and that's why you are who you are. You may not be manifesting because of that. Uh, it's okay to make your own path and stay in your own lane. You can go your own way, all of that, because this may take you breaking off from the people that you used to hang with to, to make things happen for you. And that's a big step. But um, just as long as you, you can listen to Joel and not tell a single person about it and apply he teaches it in a very understanding and the proof's in the pudding to me because the people who go to church there, they go to church and honey, they show up blessed. They, they look great. They're, they're thriving. They got smiles on their face. They got gratitude in their heart and they don't lose their jobs. They don't have horrible things. They might have disease come, but it's disease is born out of stress. Um, and the more stress you eliminate and practice self-care like you did when you exited the place that was stressing you out, then the more blessings are going to show up, you know, because God wants you to, to honor that in yourself, to, to make yourself make decisions that benefit you. But these people are thriving come because they're surrounding themselves they're saturating themselves some of them in the energy that's positive not all the 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 stuff that religion has changed um like christianity has changed if you go into lakewood um you don't have it's not people being fake it's people being accepted for who they are don't matter what color you are but to me giving them a year of my life has proven nothing but good things that's because not because I'm going to church, quote unquote, it's because I've surrounded myself with positive people that I want to be like, you know, that I want to thrive like, you know, and I want to call those things into my life and good things. And eventually I've only got, if I have a whole day that's filled with 24 hours and I only have um, one hour's worth of negative thoughts roll in, that's a good day. Or every now and then you have one really bad day, but most of my days are very positive and I'm satisfied and I go to sleep, not worrying about a thing, you know, and that's what we're trying to achieve is, is get that peace in our life so we can live life more free, you know, like in our spirit and be able to laugh and joke more and, you know, do what we want and stuff and get out of the matrix as we say. <laughs> but mm -hmm. Chris, we've only got about five more minutes. So if there's anything left you want to say, I'm sure you want to tell people how to find you um, on the internet because we've been talking about metaphysics on this show, but you got a podcast. Mention your podcast name. <laughs> yes. Um, my podcast is basically uh, my name, Christopher Times, comma, M-A, uh, comma, C-C-C, Certified Christian Counseling. And you can find me on Spotify, and you can find me on public radio. And also you can find me, um, I think, on Google for sure. iTunes. iTunes. Thank you. On iTunes, you can find my podcast. Isn't and I do called Watering Your Garden or something? Um, it, it is called, it, it is called um, yeah, Tending Your Emotional Garden. 
Yeah, don't forget to say that. <laughs> tending, tending, thank you. Your emotional garden and um, and our body, mind, spirit also. Look at those and check them out. Um, and I interview Missy also in those and I share things <laughs> every week. So you can tap in and touch in and see, you know, what's going on with me. Also, uh, you can reach me at ChrisTimesMA at gmail.com. And also, I got a website, ChrisTimesMinistries.wordpress.com. Cool, cool. And don't you have a YouTube as well? I do have a YouTube, and you can look me up under the same name. Uh, and uh, Christopher Times, comma MA, and it'll it should pop up. And yeah. uh, uh, and uh, so I have that in my number. Also, I don't mind you calling me five four zero four two one two two four nine. I do free consultations, um, and uh, just to basically fill you out, you can send me a text message. Yep, uh, mm -hmm. that'll be great. And, uh, you know, we can uh, do some work together. Cool beans. And, yeah, uh, I know you do work on the island, too, that's coming into being right now. And if anybody is on the island or wants to visit Galveston Island and have an in-person, um, definitely text him or reach out to him at one of those uh, contact points he mentioned. Oh. Because he can do virtuals as well. So Virtuals also in person. And also, I forgot to mention... I'm really good at the spiritual stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of people have problems in their life. Um, and, you know, they may not understand why am I having these problems. God's given me a gift to be able to discern and basically cut to the chase and tell people within a few sessions what's going on in their life and pretty much how to fix it. Um, so... Yeah, a lot of times it's got spiritual basis. I real quick, I had a cousin of mine that I talked to, and after a couple of sessions, she's able to move beyond some things that's going on in her life that she's been dealing with her whole life. Had a yeah. lot to do with a lot of spiritual stuff. I didn't talk anything about my gifts at all, Missy, but yeah. I have a lot of gifts. I I am able to oh, to do remote viewing. I'm able mm -hmm. to, to a, some degree, talk to dead or get messages from people who, who passed on. Mm -hmm. um, I'm able to see things like I have a daughter and I have a gift where I can literally know what sex the baby is. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen people, I've had people call me from Las Vegas and ask me questions <laughs> like, um, my friend disappeared, what happened to him? I was able to handle that and tell them what happened wow. to them. Missing children. Uh, God's been able to work with me with finding people who had missed, who, who come up missing. Maybe they had died or got lost mm -hmm. somewhere. So I got a lot of gifts and, and I'm, I'm leaning into them. So if you have any issues like that, just give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. That's awesome. And we're coming up. I know Anchor cuts us off at 59 minutes or something, 60 minutes or something. So since we're not doing a second part, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all just to keep listening and we'll keep having conversations like this. And we're going to tell you about that exorcism. OK, we'll get on here and talk about that in, in full at some point. 
So everybody have a magical, blessed day. Thank you for listening. Reach out to Chris, reach out to Joel and Victoria. They're all awesome teachers. Um, and then live your own life the way you want to live it. And don't tell everybody, you know, do things your own way. So, all right, y'all talk to you later. Bye. Say bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. -bye. bye, -bye. <laughs> bye.